about last year when the dude came flying over here. Well, the home was out, snow's on the ground. Folks stayed in to party down. The beat was thumping on the box, and I was dancing in my socks. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. Woo! Baby, you know. Listen. Curtis Blow, Christmas rap is probably one of my most favorite Christmas gems. I love Curtis Blow. Love, 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 love. And uh, even though <laughs> it's early, I don't care. I need it. We need it because we need a little Christmas right this very minute. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome. It's the middle of the week. Oh, no. What is it? What is today? Yeah, I don't know what today is. Do you know what today is? Uh, today is Tuesday, November 21st. And uh, Thanksgiving to be here in a day or so. So anyway, welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. So last night, my daughter had to run out and get a air fryer oven convection thing because our oven died <laughs> which which it was slowly dying anyway so it wasn't like it was a surprise it it you know for for about a year it's been slowly coughing its way into death <laughs> and, and and my landlord knows so I'm you know it's not a it's not a secret so uh and the fridge is going too the fridge is coughing too so you know it's just one it's just you know appliances have a lifespan just like humans have a lifespan. When your number is called, it's called. Be it appliance or human. That's how it goes. So anyway, uh, so she she was in the middle of baking pies for work this morning, last night. And it just, it just, it just, it just. So um, so she just went and uh, so she she panicked. You know, I'm I'm the calm one always in the world. You know, I was just like think. I was like, well, just run to the store, Kohl's, Walmart, Target, uh, and see who has the kind that you need a convection oven. You don't need a toaster oven. You need a convection thing. So she found one. Uh, she found one, and uh, and it was at Walmart, I believe, and uh. And uh, uh, it was cheaper to go to the store to get it because you could have it DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash is crazy. You can have just about anything DoorDash. Uh, but she, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she uh, um, went and got it and uh, brought it home. And it's a gourmet. And there's a lot of these things out there. Uh, I personally like this one because it's not um, non-stick coated. Because these non-stick coated ones are just baking in poisons into your body. So I don't I don't use those non-stick air fryer. And it has an air fryer with a wire basket, but it's not coated. And that's what you know you want. You want something that's not coated with that non-stick foolishness. Cause it's bad for you. But anyway, anyway. Uh, we uh, she got one and she baked her pies last night. So, so this is it. It's the gourmet. So I can't wait to use it. 
because uh, I've been wanting to cook a few things, but I haven't been able to because I knew the stove is just like a pain. So I spend a lot of my time eating out. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll make an omelet. <laughs> I have a toaster. I'll throw some waffles in, you know. Uh, and I have a, a a flat grill, you know, electric flat grill, which is really nice. Um, so, so this has an oven rack, an air fry basket, and a baking pan. So there's all kinds of things that you could do. You can preset it. You could you know slices you could do all kinds of stuff and it's really really nice and you could bake in it that hence the convection you know so uh and it you know comes with all the things to uh use so you could toast in it uh which would be nice for me because my toaster doesn't get as is uh uh my toaster is a small toaster so sometimes if you have big pieces of bread uh it's a pain in the butt Anyway, so um, so you can air fry, uh, you could toast, uh, you could bagel, you could pizza, you could bake, you could broil, you could roast, which is really, really nice. <laughs> which is really, really nice. So this is like an oven on your counter. It's pretty much, pretty much. So uh, so you can uh, you can reheat stuff. You can bake cookies. Um, you can you can do all. You could dehydrate. You could even slow cook from two hours to twelve hours, um, which is really nice. So, so there's lots of things that you could do. You know, lots and lots and lots and lots of things that you can do, and uh, and these things are 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 particularly if you you know if you're if you're a college student or or you live in a tiny apartment, you need extra cooking space. And and these things are not tiny, but they're they're smaller than a, a regular convection con, conventional oven. So if you need an extra oven, these things work wonders. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're cooking and whatever. These things are nice, nice. So anyway, so that's the that's all the the tea at my house um for the for the overnight. And uh, I didn't do anything last night. I didn't go anywhere. I mean, I did a little bit of shopping yesterday. I went to uh, Beauty Plus downtown and uh, bought me a couple of turbans because I'm I'm in turban season. I think this is my turban season because uh, I'm not cutting my hair for a minute and because uh, I got a I got a issue and uh, and I don't think I'm coloring it either. So I'm just trying to trying to style up my turbans. So I could be ready for the whatever. So if I got to go somewhere, you know, just wrap my head up, keep it moving. Uh, and it's not, it feels nice. I mean, this one is nice. It's pretty. I like it. So anyway, I was in Beauty Plus, had a good time seeing them, talking to them, spent a little money and uh, it's all right. So uh, there's a lot going on downtown on, on that lower chapel all that that construction and that building going up on the corner right there i was like we got more apartments swear to god who is uh who 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 is uh living in these spaces and they're like tight you know um, 
you know, so. Anyway, I have not listened to uh, Andre 3000's uh, new music. And uh, and people are in their feelings about it, I guess. Which I, I don't know why people think artists, I think people think they own artists because they started with them doing like one kind of thing. And they, I guess, they have some expectation that they should stay in that mold. But, you know, I watched him in an interview the other week and he was like, you know, I'm I'm 48 years old. <laughs> He's like, I got no raps in me. I don't got no new raps in me. <laughs> Isn't what we're talking about? A colonoscopy? <laughs> High cholesterol? What we're talking about? I got no raps in me. He's like, I'm, 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 I'm in another place in my life. <laughs> Ooh, you know, and I, I feel him. I feel him. I feel him. I mean, it's nice to go back and listen to the artists of your youth. And I'm and I'm committed to doing that. I I I listen to Earth, Wind and Fire all the time. I listen to Chic. I listen to um um you know, I mean I just listen to Stephanie Mills and 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 all the people, you know, Cheryl Lynn and I mean I all the music I grew up with was such amazing music. I still listen to it. I still am discovering it. And it's not that I do not like new music. I love new music. Samara Joy brings me joy. But this new hip hop mess, no, I'm not listening to that. I don't, that music is not for me. Yeah. It's just, it just wasn't for me. It's just not for me. So I don't I don't listen to it. So, you know, that's all right. It's fine. It's it's absolutely fine. These young people. But I will tell you what's lacking in this music is some real empathy and love in, in the music that these young people listen to. And I and I try not to be one of these old people's like, oh, back in my day. But seriously, though, honestly, though, back in my day, we had bona fide love songs. These kids don't have any love songs. You know, they got some slap their ass, flip it over love songs. They're not love. They have no love songs. What they have is trauma triggering songs and 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 debasement songs. There's no love in these songs. You have to go outside of the genre to uh, hear uh, people sing some songs. And there are some folks, I mean, you have to go and listen to uh, alternative or indie to find young people singing about stuff that's worth singing about. This this other mess is just a mess. <laughs> it's just mess. Just, just, it's just a lot of mess. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And I, maybe, I, and I'm not supposed to. It's not, it's not for me to discern. This is the music of young people, and it's their music to discern, accept, uh, question, push back on, whatever. I, and I think every generation has that, right? Like my mother, my mother grew up with a different kind of music, and she liked a different kind of music, you know. And when she was an adult, she listened to a different kind of music. Just like I do, you know. Uh, there's just things I just won't, I can't listen to. Uh, and and that's fine. You know, that's just absolutely fine. It's just fine. So anyway, I I just, I, 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 I'm just in a, uh, 
I care so deeply about music. I have music around me all the time. So it's odd for me to uh uh it's just odd to me not to have uh good music around. I love good music. And uh there's some good stuff going on. Good stuff. Some good stuff going on. Anyway, high five to the uh to the folks at the Pro Prosperity Foundation Awards, uh, nine hundred thousand in cannabis legalization related grants. Good for them. And good for the folks who who got money. I didn't. I was. I should have thrown the Freed Woman's Fund in the mix. Uh, you know, twenty five groups to receive funding last Wednesday. So Abraham's Promise Alpha to Omega Management Group. Um, doing businesses, Brown Girls Cooking and Conversations, Beulah Heights First Pentecostal Church, uh, Communities for Generations, uh, CPEN, Culturally Correct, Creative Inc., Destined to Succeed, uh, uh, EIR Boxing and Fitness Academy, which is Elephant in the Room, uh, Emerge Connecticut, Elm City, Go-Karting Association, Faith Acts for Education, Fixing Fathers, Go, Dr. Asbury. Hotshot Services, Hotshot Basketball Camp. Oh, it's good that they're still around. Honeybee Project, Inc., New Haven Promise, Firebird Society of Greater New Haven, Prosperity House, Ready, Inc., Resurgence Now, Stop Solitary, Connecticut. Yay! Uh, straight, street to Straight Program, The Bridge Corp., Upon This Rock Ministries, uh, WLM Ministries, and the workplace. Yay, yay. I really should have thrown Freed Woman into it. But you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. You just can't do everything. I mean, just really. I And I make peace with that all the time. Because I'm always trying to figure out, uh, I'm always trying to figure out how to get, how to go, what stuff to go to. Like, it's a real, it's a real struggle. Because there's so much stuff going on that you want to support. And, uh, you know, uh, and you want to go. So uh, it's just it's just one of those things. So I, I'm always, I'm out just about every night and I'm always like, okay, I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to go here. I want to go there. And, uh, and some things I just miss. Like I miss the Jamaican uh, Friendsgiving, Jack, Jamaican American Connection Friendsgiving. I miss their annual Friendsgiving uh, uh, dinner. And I've been going ever since they've been doing it. So so this year was the first year that I missed it. I'm bummed. But I always go to their stuff. So so it's not like, you know, I just completely don't go to their stuff. Because trust me, if there's some Jamaican food happening, I'm gonna be right up in there. But I, I had another commitment and uh and I and I had to honor that commitment because I've been um uh a couple of times I've had conflicts, so I had to cancel or reschedule, and I was just like, you know what? I got to do this. So, so, and I'm glad I, I'm glad I made that choice because it was, it was so nice to see um, Marjorie and Rebecca and Zoe and, uh, and I see Sophie cause she lives in my neighborhood, but it was nice to visit with the Kaplan's uh, uh, for dinner on Sunday. It was really nice. And we laughed and talked and joked and, you know, and you know, they know I like music. So they put music on and the fireplace was roaring. It was great. So it was really nice to spend time with them. 
and uh and see them and and to know that everyone is well and uh doing well so uh it's good i'm happy so anyway um i'm up at the new haven independent site seeing what's happening uh y'all know uh uh will ginsburg is retiring and by retire i mean i bet he's probably gonna go do something else but uh, i know he got grandkids that he'd like to spend more time with because they're in their formative years and uh and he's a young man him and his wife are young people so you know they want to they want to do some stuff with the kids so i hear that but anyway um so he's retiring in november 2024 so next year this time so I'm sure there'll be giant galas and parties and all kinds of uh, cool stuff that's going to happen in his honor from now until next November. Uh, and and I, listen, I've known Will Ginsburg since he first came on the scene many, many years ago. Uh, I, I've known him that long. Our paths have crossed. We've been on the same team on a lot of a lot of areas we've been in the mix on a lot of things um and uh he will uh he will be greatly missed and you know it takes a lot to steward uh an organization for as long as he has through some tumultuous times um and the last being uh the pandemic you know i mean he he has he has uh he has held the, the 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 ship. He has righted the ship. He has um, he has uh, been uh, steadfast in the community, and uh, and a lot of organizations benefit benefited greatly uh, from his leadership and vision. So um, so he will be missed. Uh, I dare say, uh, with that kind of talent, uh, I don't think you just aptly ride off into the sunset i mean i think he'll still have service in other capacity i would imagine he would you know and now the search for a new uh re replacement begins and uh and it would be nice and if anybody is listening from the community foundation search committee it would be nice that the person would be chosen from amongst us from the ranks of us do you know what i mean like there's so much talent here in this city, so much talent that uh, I don't I don't know if you need to go far and wide to look. I mean, I, I think they will because everybody feels like they, they there's something out there that might be beneficial to the city. Uh, you know, I tell you what. I, I, they wouldn't want me to run the community foundation because I would give away every damn dime. Because <laughs> there are some areas that I really would focus on and we would give a lot of money to. I'm not kidding you. So so just so I could, I'm saying this now so I could swage any fears that people think that I could possibly run the community foundation because you wouldn't want me to. Because <laughs> I would give away everything over a period of time as fast as you could raise it as fast as it would go out the door <laughs> but there are some areas that i that i'm concerned about um, that i would love to see the community foundation 
um, throw some money at, right? And and follow the leadership of uh, the Mellon Foundation and really uh, be about social justice. Because I think that's really uh, what we're going to have to do moving forward uh, into this next century. Because uh, we, we have enough data and we have enough uh, reports and white papers and position papers and think tanks that already have given us uh, a path in terms of what needs to happen with uh, elevating with eradicating poverty, uh, closing uh, educational gaps, and uh, and just restoring communities uh, and revitalizing communities. That's an old word, revitalizing communities. So high five to uh, uh, Karen DeBose Walton and Sinead Drawn over there at, at uh, uh, the Housing Authority for the City of New Haven uh, and, and, and the work that they're doing. They done bought up the uh, Churchy South uh, land where Churchy South was standing and it has been uh, raised since. And so the developers made no movement to do anything on that land. Um, and so uh, here comes the housing authority. And before people have their lips out about it, um, the housing authority is the only game in town that is committed to uh, uh, thinking about low-income housing for people. Like I, I and I, for the life of me, I understand why they're the only ones thinking about this. But leadership, leadership, because we cannot continue to have a city of luxury apartments and say, "Damn everybody else." I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity here for us as a city uh, to do some very critically uh, innovative things moving forward. You know, I mean, I think this tiny house concept uh, ought to fly in a, particularly in a city like New Haven, that's very providential anyway, right? So we pride ourselves on neighborhoods and community. So this might be a good time to uh, integrate tiny house neighborhoods into spaces. And, and tiny house neighborhoods, they don't have to be 50 of them in a neighborhood. Like they don't have to be 50 to constitute a neighborhood. Uh, like on Rosette Street, it's just six. So somebody else might have some property that maybe three could go or five could go. Do you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of expansive thinking that needs to happen. So where do we have land that we 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 know we can't build uh, a two family story or it's not feasible to do a one family thing, but we could do three or four tiny houses, right? That's equipped and compact and energy efficient so that people can get off the streets. Like I, I'm just trying to, we, we, it takes courage to be innovative uh, and it takes uh, uh, bravery and, and, and a willingness to, uh, to, to, to step up. And, you know, we don't, we don't have that in leadership in this city, but gosh, I wish we could get it. Because that that's what that's what we need. You know, we need somebody uh who is empathetic, uh, who is serious, who is kind and generous, uh, who has a administrative mind, or at least can gather the right team around them so that the work could get done. You know, and, and someone who's not petty. I I really I can't abide pettiness. Because you know what? Pettiness is just meanness. Pettiness is meanness disguised under different conditions, you know? So 
and and we all experience it. I'm listen. I'm not a but. I've been petty. I was petty just yesterday. So <laughs> pettiness is just low level meanness. <laughs> it's degrees to this thing. So anyway, so I just think I just think um some of the challenges moving forward. Housing is a huge challenge. How physical housing, affordability of housing, you know, and how do we how do we cure some of the things that are ailing our city? And if we cannot do it in a city this small with all the intellectual capital that we are surrounded by, and God knows we have more than enough intellectual capital in this city. Jesus, Lord, black Jesus, we have so much intellectual capital. We sit in the shadows of one of the largest intellectual capital providers in the country, in the world. And then they're flanked by Albertus Magnus, University of New Haven, Southern Connecticut, and Gateway. Jesus, if these titans of educational awareness and and uh, and uh, greatness can't can't figure out how to solve problems, why are they even doing? <laughs> why are we even doing? I'm just saying. So, I'm just just saying. So anyway. Will Ginsburg is uh, stepping down. <laughs> He's retiring. I don't even know what that means for somebody of that level and that caliber with that much talent. I don't think you're going to go home and like garden. I, I just don't believe it. Now, his wife might like that, but you've got, you got the kind of brain power. And you know, honestly, he's just coming into his own, really, with the thinking process. And you know, it might be once you get released from the community foundation, you might be real. He might become more innovative, right? Somebody else will give him some money and do something else with it. You know, because I'm sure there's rules at the community foundation on how to spend money, I guess. Yes, there's rules. But if I was the new director over there, I'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I give it away, give it away, give it away. Oh, I'd be handing out money left and left and right. I'd be like, Babs <laughs> gonna have us in a poorhouse. <laughs> It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It's gonna be all right. So anyway, uh. To sending out my prayers to uh, Lindsley Gay. Um, I believe she's still in the hospital. She had a uh, aneurysm, and uh, and you know she's in the best of care. And uh, Ife went to see her before Ife uh, flew to Texas to be with her sister and family uh, down in Dallas um, and Raven. Um, so. Uh, my goal was to try to get over to see Lindsley today. I'll see how my day shakes out. I've got things I got to do. Um, but I wanted to just say this to anybody who's listening. You know, the the Lindsley Gay is uh, is ours. And, you know, she's probably the most famous Bennett Bell in New Haven. Uh, and, 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 and I got to spend time with her this summer on the vineyard. 
Uh, but I've I've known her for years and years and years, and uh, she's a good good person and a hard worker. And uh, and I didn't know she just got married. She's newly married. So high five. Uh, what a way to start off a wedding. You talk about putting vows to the test. <laughs> Sickness and health. You putting them vows to test, mama. She's going to be all right, though. And I hear she has a lovely, lovely husband who lives up to those vows, who are living up to those vows. So, and that's what we want to see, right? That's We want to see that kind of care and commitment of folks. So, um, that's where we are. So, holding Lindsley Gay in prayer, holding uh, Sarah Lulu's mama down there in Florida in prayer. Um, so, she is, uh, you know, working with, you know, down there, um, handling her mother's medical affairs. Um, so, we are holding her in prayers. Um, and, and anybody else, you know, like this is the, uh, this is the moment. It's like, you know, when you're in church, black, well, not white church, when you're in black church and they do the prayer, prayer line or prayer submissions, or, you know, you, if you want to pray for somebody, you put it, write their name, what is happening and put it in a basket. And at some point in the church, we lift all these prayers up. Some of them are red. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've never seen that done except in black church. <laughs> Now, uh, we did do something very similar to that at uh, at uh, at Redeemer. You know, we would we would announce folks uh, the announcements of the church, and 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 those included folks who were uh, ill or going through something, or passed away, or you know, or new births, or somebody getting married, or all all those kinds of things. So, you know, all the things that remind us that we are living, breathing people. You know, that we're living, breathing people. And uh uh yeah. So so if you get if you get time, go up on Facebook and find Tegan and uh she's got pictures of everybody's got pictures up of the party. I'm telling you, that party was so good, Tegan. It felt like New Year's Eve. I mean, it just had all that energy of a New Year's Eve party. I mean, I really danced. I should have lost twenty pounds. <laughs> I, by right, I should have. <laughs> if the dance gods were on my side. <laughs> but it would mean the dance gods and the fat gods would have to get together and say, okay, we can make this happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So so yeah, so I got a lot to do today. I don't have any guests. Cause you know it's hard to have guests like the week before, uh, the few days before Thanksgiving. Cause everybody's like, ah, oh, Babs, I can't be on there at ten fifteen. I gotta go get me a turkey. I gotta go get the fixings. I gotta go do this. I got to <laughs> swear to God. People were like, ah, no, I'm getting off. I'm leaving. I'm not working. Half days. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. When we come back, we come back. We'll resume guesting. We're having guests on and uh and chopping it up with folks. Uh so it's all right. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You know, because everybody's like, oh, how do you talk? How do you talk? That's like, you know, people talk. People, I guess people act like they go through the world as mutes. Like you already talk 20 hours out the day. <laughs> I'm just doing it right. I'm just doing it right. I just it's just two hours. Just two hours. It's not, it's not hard. 
you know, you read a paper, you read some stuff, you surf the net, you bring up things that you are feeling deeply about, you know, that kind of stuff. I love eggnog. I was looking, you know, oh, I found some. I was in edge. Of, I went to edge of the woods yesterday too. And, uh, uh, you know, because uh, I was looking for eggnog. I was in Stop and Shop because I bought my turkey at Stop and Shop and because uh, I bought a young, fresh turkey, you know, so I don't have to thaw it. Because, you know, I run the, because my refrigerator is janky, so I just didn't want to run the risk of not having a thawed out turkey. I just did not want the risk. So we got a fresh turkey, so it's sitting in the fridge, and we'll get up and we'll put it in the oven early, early, early Thursday morning. So by three o'clock, that baby will be ready. Uh, and it'll be ready for gobble, gobble. And I know, I know, I know, I know. The, the, don't don't come at me about turkeys. And I know, and I'm not, no, I'm not saying don't come at me. That's fine. Because I, 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 and you would be right, but I'm having turkey on Thanksgiving. So I went to Stop and Shop uh, because I needed to, uh, get some things i knew that they would have fresh turkeys i was gonna go to whole foods but you know i hate driving all the way out there i was going out there for a turkey and for the cranberry sauce that i like because they do that marmalade orange cherry i mean orange cranberry uh sauce that i really like but i just didn't feel like doing it so stop and shop i found some stop and shop stuff so i was like all right i'm gonna go with this uh, so I picked up some stuffing because I got to make some stuffing. I only make a little pan of stuffing because nobody really likes stuffing but me. <laughs> I got deal. I got. I might make some gravy because I love having a little. I'm old school. And even if nobody eats it, which is a wasteful thing, but I like a little gravy. I like some stuffing, and I make a cornbread stuffing because I'm old school. You can't have a damn turkey without no cornbread stuffing. Um, so, so I went to, I went to stop and shop and it was relatively light in there. You know, I thought it was just going to be a full on pain in the ass, but it was, it was really, really nice. So I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. I'm, I'm good with this. So I got in there and got out, got some stuff. Oh, my friend Bianca K, uh, is bringing me some fresh rosemary from the garden because, you know, I put all the aromatics inside my turkey when I bake it you know, so that it gets so flavorful from the inside. You know, I salt my turkey. I, I you know, if I had time, I would have brine, I would brine this thing. I don't have time. I mean, cause I, first of all, I'd have to get a bag after, uh, and I didn't think about that when I was in the store. Cause I probably could have got a brine bag, you know, but that's all right. I, you know, there's a quick way to do it. So I'll salt the inside of my turkey. I, I think I need some kosher salt. I might pick some up. And, uh, uh, salt the inside. I mean, I got Himalayan salt. So it'll be fine. Uh, and then put my aromatics in rosemary, all the the aromatic uh, herbs, and then um, um, some apples. I put some apples in the turkey because this makes it so flavorful uh, and moist and tasty. And then Margot will, she will, um, you know, we uh, when I taught her how to make this, uh, I taught her. How we used to do in culinary, you know, you 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 put uh, mayonnaise on the skin of the turkey, 
you just take a whole thing of mayonnaise, cover the turkey in mayonnaise, um, because you know mayonnaise is just oil and egg, right? So it gives it it's it gives it a beautiful golden color. Uh huh. And then and but she she goes one better. She um. She uh she uh she wraps it in in pork bacon too. <laughs> so this is gonna be a tasty ass turkey, I'm gonna tell you. So she ordered her bacon. She got some hickory smoked bacon. So I was like, oh, so she's just marrying the two the two you know the two the two ways of doing it, you know. Uh, so, but if you want a nice golden brown turkey, you know, coat it with mayonnaise. Seriously, it's it'll be flavorful. Uh, it's already gonna be flavorful because you've gone through. You're going to put your spices on it anyway. You know, well, I don't know what white people do. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak to what white folks do. <laughs> I do know what black folks do, and uh, so yeah, that's my turkey. And then I got me some sweet potato. I was gonna try to make some sweet potato pies, which I might now that I got this little convection oven. Um, because I make a sweet potato pie with grand manier and uh, uh, all that. And so I I might just make me a sweet potato pie. I got sweet. She bought me some sweet potatoes and it might just shake out to one little pie. We'll see. That might be nice. Little grand manier sweet potato pie. Baby, <laughs> you don't even know. I've not made a sweet potato pie in a very long time. and uh, and And mostly because... Uh, you know, it takes it takes a little time. I, when I lived on, in my house on Bellevue, yeah, I sweet potato pies every every holiday. I would make a couple of sweet potato pies because I I like sweet potato pies. You know, it's my favorite pie, uh, second to blueberry pie, sweet potato pie, blueberry pie. So maybe I, I mean I didn't I didn't look at the I didn't look at the sweet potato she got, but if if, if not, I'll definitely make a um, I'll definitely make a uh sweet potato casserole which is just you know sweet potatoes cut up and put in a bowl i throw some grand marnier in it i mean you have to spice it up you know cinnamon nutmeg allspice a little bit of cloves you know that kind of thing give it that real and i was in the edge of the woods yesterday and i really i i, I really was going to get marshmallows because they have vegan marshmallows uh which would be nice so i still i mean i have time i could run over there still like i could run over there and get the vegan marshmallows you know um, you know, so that I could have, cause I just cannot not have sweet potatoes on, on, a on, a on, a Thanksgiving or throughout the holidays. So if I don't make a sweet potato pie today or this weekend or, uh, you know, for, for Thanksgiving, which might be ambitious and I, I, and I don't have the ambition cause I got other stuff to do. So, okay. So I, I'll just roast my sweet potatoes and that'd be it. <laughs> You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna oil them up, some avocado oil, some salt, wrap them in aluminum foil, and toss those puppies in the oven, and then that's it. <laughs> when they come out, some plant butter. Woo! A little cinnamon, and that's it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? 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 So, uh, that's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. So, so I love, I'll tell you what I do love. I love thinking about all the goodness of food. 
around this season and how people, you know, because food is love. And we know that, you know, we know that, we know that. So I don't want to hear anybody whining about people in their diets, you know. I mean, I know there are people who, like Harry, who has done so well and is doing well. And I think they have the skill set now that they're not going to overeat. They're not going to overindulge, you know, because because first of all, you've, you've already been so conditioned for such a long period of time that even though it'll be a buffet of things, you'll be like, eh, all right, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it'll be done because you can't ever go back to eating the way that you were eating. At least I can't, um, you know, just, just being down 30 pounds. And I find that I, I do not eat the way that I used to eat. You know, I cannot eat, you know, just, just eat, eat, eat until whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm full. Like I was, I was out to dinner last night. I was at a uh, Trinity at the bar, the pub, the Irish pub downtown. And I got a BLT and I, I could barely finish that thing. And all I had was a BLT and some, some French fries. I was like, Ooh, but I had three beers. <laughs> so, so there's that. <laughs> there's nothing like a cold beer and when i go to an irish pub i want an irish beer so you know i want i started with the east rock lager only because i like a good um i like a good cold crisp lager but i had two smithwicks after that because i like that red ale which was really nice so so anyway uh yeah uh, and you think as much as i like beer i would be spending a lot more time in beer halls i just never think of them i always think of pubs and bars I never think about beer halls, but beer halls don't have any food. See, that's the downfall for me. Like they just never have any food. And I don't want to sit in a beer hall and just have pretzels. Beer hall people have some hot dogs and some hamburgers or something. Do something other than, or connect with, make some empanadas or something. Order some empanadas and sell them. Look, Maria, Maria's empanadas. She's closing her shop over there on Howard Avenue or down down in the hill. If you're a beer hall, you might want to hire to keep empanadas in your space. Seriously. Because them those I go to beer halls and all I see them damn pretzels. Ugh. And chips. Ugh. Serve something a little bit more substantive. If you want people to drink. I don't know what I don't know. Listen, white people, take a page from back in the day, black people. If you went to the Nick, there was food. If you went to uh, the Elks Club, there was food. And it wasn't just chips. Brothers kept food up in there because they knew if you drinking, you eating. If you eating, you drinking. You know why folks don't get that? I, I think that's why I don't like beer halls. Because I feel like I got to like go eat first and then come there and drink beer. When I could just eat and drink beer. What? What? Or serve some french fries. I mean, none of this is healthy. None of this is good for you. So we're not even going to play that game or go down that road. If you're a beer hall, hear me, beer hall owners. And there's quite a few of them in New Haven. Do something other than them damn pretzels. I was at East Rock, right? At the East Rock Brewing thing. I, that's a great space. I love it there. But all they got is pretzels. You know, those big fat pretzels they throw in the little toaster oven. So if you could do that, you could have some empanadas. Order some empanadas from Maria, right? From Maria's Empanadas. That's her name, right? And uh, contract with her. She'll bring you some fresh empanadas every damn day. If you run out, you run out. 
but you run, you, you get a hundred empanadas, various kinds or whatever the number is. And then you say, listen, we are now serving empanadas. And I guarantee you people will drink more beer if they got empanadas. <laughs> so if you don't want to mess around with a fried machine or whatever, you got, you already got a toaster oven for them damn pretzels. And you could keep the pretzels because I'm sure there's somebody who digs those that old pretzel vibe. But if you sold some empanadas, because empanadas are handheld pies. <laughs> they just handheld pies. So you have an empanada with various, you get you some vegetable ones, chicken, beef. You got it covered. And you sell two for $6 or two for whatever it is. I guarantee you, you'll sell more beer. <laughs> And you will help another small business. Where is the development leadership in the city? Where? Where is it? <laughs> I can't do this work by myself. <laughs> I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. Fair halls, hear me. Just get just think about it. Think about it over the holidays. Seriously. Because she she makes beautiful empanadas. And I, I bet you, if you contract with her, she got you. She will have empanadas at your place every day, right? Every day, she'd have a batch of empanadas. And the ones that you don't sell, well, you just drop them off at the shelters or wherever and, and give them away. Come on. Let's, let's, we, we could do this. We could do this. I'm just, and this is, listen, this is purely self-serving. <laughs> Because I like beer. When I go to beer halls, I want to drink beer. But I don't want to have to, you know, order out or go get food to bring in. I just don't want to. Although I was there the other week. We did that. We had wing. We ordered wings and pizza. Right? And it's always a challenge for me because there's only certain kinds of pizza I can eat. You know, because if they don't know me, then they'll sprinkle Parmesan on a cheeseless pizza without a without missing a beat and i'm like i can't eat this now parmesan but the people who know me you know the places that i go they're like oh this must be for baths no cheese whatsoever <laughs> we'll leave it we'll put it on the crust we're not gonna do none of that you know but that's but that's because i go out enough people get to know my 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 allergies you know they do honest to god they do so i there's places I go where people are like, oh, we know. We know. We know. We know. <laughs> you don't got to tell us. Oh, no, no, no. I always have to tell you. <laughs> and in some places they get annoyed because I keep like, you sure there's some cheese on this? Sure. And the waitresses are the best. Some waitresses are the best because, you know, chefs can be a little cocky. You know, the people back there cooking. And they like, oh, what's the difference? And then the waitress be like, ah, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's for baths. No, no, no. You have to make it again. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I've had that happen. Like, oh no, no, we'll sit the back because we're not even gonna go. We're not even doing this dance. She's not gonna peel the cheese off. We're just gonna make another one without cheese. Woohoo! So I'm just saying, beer halls, and I know people could bring in their own food and blah 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 and all that and da da da. You know, but it would be nice if you just if you offering pretzels, offer empanadas, and connect to Maria empanadas because she's shutting down her shop. In, uh, in the hill and uh, that'd be a good way to go she's still going to be catering and I say this because she's still going to be catering 
you know. So just hire her to make some empanadas for your establishment in the beer halls and just do it on a trial basis. Do it like 90 days. See if it works out. And I bet you, I bet my last money dollar, honey, baby, that uh, it would work because people will sit at the bar and they're like, Ooh, empanadas and a beer. What? Huh. Give me a flight and let me get an empanada with that. <laughs> and you, you sell them for two at a clip. Because nobody wants just one empanada. They're going to want two. So you sell, you know, one is $4, two is for $6, whatever. You know, that's how you make it work. Put a little money back in your pocket, put a little money in her pocket, and uh, and Babs is happy. <laughs> then I can drink beer and uh, be happy. So I'm going to take a break, but I will be back. Don't go anywhere. Come on back. I don't have a guest in the 10, 15 hour. So we'll see what we get into. The world is upside down. Well, maybe we can write it back up. We'll see. I'll be back.
Babs Rolls ID from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. <laughs> what is what was that? The twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> that was like a polka, a polka kind of vibe thing. Woo! Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. It's Tuesday, uh, November twenty first. A few days before Thanksgiving. It is cold as all get out outside. It's thirty five degrees outside. <laughs> Damn it, I don't live in Connecticut for this weather. (laughs) (laughs) Although we're supposed to get some snow, but we're not getting snow. We're going to get rain. (laughs) Anyway, rain. I'll take it. I'm not ready for snow. I'm just not ready. Although I said I was going to embrace whatever the weather is. And so I mean that. So um, I will embrace the weather as it is. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. All right. So I'm not going to complain. If it snows, I will not complain. Woo! Sorry, I just got some good news. <laughs> and that's the, you know, that's the good news dance music. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, I hope everybody is well. So what are people, what are people cooking for Thanksgiving? Uh Margot, my my gold girl, is cooking, uh, she's making a t- t- turkey. Collard greens, potato salad. I'm gonna do some sweet potatoes, uh, and she's some black eyed peas. Like she's soaking them tonight, and uh, I think we're gonna put them in a slow cooker. Cause I, for me, you know, uh, black eyed peas require a lot of time, so a slow cook- cooker is perfect. Uh, I ha- I think I have a small one, but I think I might need the next size up, which would not be a bad thing to have um seriously so i'll look and see uh what we working with and lots of uh you know chicken broth i saw this whole thing on uh chicken broth on tiktok <laughs> this brother was talking about black people black people and chicken broth have a special relationship <laughs> you're like you go to somebody's house and they ain't got no chicken broth don't eat there <laughs> chicken broth goes in everything it goes in cakes, pies, eggs. <laughs> it was funny, 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 funny. And, and you know, there is a way that Black folks can deliver simple, simple things. You know, simple conversation about broth becomes even funnier uh, because of the delivery of it. And that's, and I think that's unique to Black people in the way that we uh, we talk and enunciate and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, and it's one of the things that I love about being black is our ability to sort of uh, bring so much nuance to things, you know, just by uh, I like Sarah and I live did this whole thing with um, 
uh Megan the Stallion and uh and the and the 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 sister that plays on the show and all they said was girl <laughs> and, and and this is this is just uniquely black if you don't know black people or been around black people or have any black friends this joke will go right the hell over your head it will go so far over your head that you'd have to get in the rocket ship to get it but they was just like a conversation was just girl 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 Mm. girl 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 <laughs> and and the sisters that are listening to this and folks who have been around black people listening to this they know exactly what i was saying <laughs> now listen white people don't walk up to me in these streets talking about girl because i'm liable to punch you in the head so don't do it don't do it thinking you got some shared thing you don't so don't try it Cause you know, white folks are welcome to you be like, uh, hey girl, <laughs> like, uh, uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it unless you, you've got some, you've got some real estate in that. And you, most of y'all don't cause you don't have enough black friends to have real estate in that. So just, you know, so don't come up to me talking about girl unless, unless you are about it. And there's a few folks in town that I know who could do it. And y'all see them in my stream, <laughs> the people I F with. So they could do it. But some of y'all that I know in passing don't do it. So anyway, but I say all that to say, can't nobody tell the story like black people. And I think Jewish people run a, 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 hot, a, a fast second behind it. Because there are some Jewish storytellers and comedians out there. That cracked me all the way up. So, let alone Billy Crystal. <laughs> but there's some really good Jewish comedian storytellers out there that get it, that that get the funny, that know how to deliver a joke, that know how to timing and all of that. It's really, really, really. And, and I don't mean just like tell a joke because there are people that could tell jokes. But when you could tell a story with the joke, I think that's golden. Like for me, that's golden. You know, like people could tell us like Richard Pryor was a master at giving you the joke as a story or story as a joke. And and it was just Red Fox was good at that. Uh, Moms Mabley was good at that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who are who are very, very good. I think Eddie Murphy, uh, the early Eddie Murphy was very good at telling you a story joke. Uh, I think Dave Chappelle on a lot of levels has that ability too. Do you know what I mean? Um, and he does a lot of truth telling and it, and I don't know if people are upset with Dave Chappelle because he's telling a truth that they're not willing to hear or they just really think he's being offensive. And I think in comedy, I think in comedy, there's, there's room for that. Like, uh, I remember when Andrew Dice Clay was like the hot ticket island. He was calling women C words and all kinds of. <laughs> uh, and and maybe it was inappropriate. A lot of it was inappropriate. A lot of it. I mean, but Lenny Bruce and all these other cats who just sort of 
just bent the lines of acceptable comedy and unacceptable comedy. Uh, uh, it's something that we that we ought to wrestle with all the time, you know, you know. Yes, there are things that I do not find funny, but there's a lot of things that I find funny, a lot. And I think everything can have a joke side to it without demeaning it, without making it seem less. Do you know what I mean? And and there are some talented comedians out there uh, that 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 know how to walk that walk of being funny, thought provoking without being uh, insulting and hurtful. And and that's a real talent and a real skill. Uh, and I and I and I think there are categories and layers to comedians and, and comedy uh, that can 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 walk that line like that. You know, seriously. <laughs> I mean there's just some jokes that you're gonna laugh at even though they are so hella inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so and 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 it's true i i don't like live comedy shows like i don't care for them at all um but i do like to watch people's comedy specials because i think that's for me that's a much more controlled uh uh performance for me uh when when it's when it's when it's just comedians and they come out their bag they can be a little harsh and mean-spirited and so i don't like that you know and even though people deserve it, <laughs> and God knows people deserve to get their ass kicked for coming late and making too much noise or just being, you know, outright stupid. You deserve to get your ass kicked for that. You know, uh, I, I don't I don't fault comedians for that. Uh, but I think when they pick on people for the sake of picking on people, that's a little challenging for me, you know, because I know my feelings would be hurt if they like, Hey, fat black lady. <laughs> I'm like, who you calling black lady fat? I'll smack your ass. <laughs> See, I would be that combative. And nobody wants that. No one wants that. No one. So, uh, anyway. Anyway, we're going to go with that. We are going to go with that. And I'll just leave it alone. So anyway, um, I say all that to say, <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> it is indeed the most wonderful time uh, of the year. So we're going to go with that. And uh, we're going we gonna to let it go with that. We're going to let it go with that. Anyway, uh, I'm glad uh, we are together today as we think about uh, the season and what people are doing for Thanksgiving and how people are gathering. And I told you I'm going to be downtown at a wonderful Airbnb uh, by Known, uh, which I didn't even know they had uh, Airbnb property. So I'll be downtown at Known on Orange Street for from Wednesday to Friday, which will be really nice um, because... We are having a little gathering of uh, holiday cheer, Thanksgiving, and so got a couple of friends coming through. Not a, not not a lot of people, you know. Um, my my daughter Brianna, I guess, is uh having a little something at her house in Hartford. 
because you know she has boycotted us. <laughs> and my she talked to my oldest son Gregory, which I'm glad. Um, because you know, we just want to make sure she's all right. So yeah, so she she uh she talked to them and uh talked to him. And so uh I guess Khalil and his girlfriend are gonna go over there at some point, which is fine. They should connect and you know, she should have family together and people over and all that kind of stuff. So she should be all right. We'll see what happens. And uh you know, it'll be it'll be fine. It will be fine. It will be fine. And uh I'm just looking forward to uh a little time off. Uh little little bit of a uh, I tell you what I do like. I like to watch uh, the the Macy's Day Parade, so I'll put that on early, and then whenever it starts, <laughs> and then uh, the rest of the day I'll have on. Uh, I'll put on uh, Hallmark romance movies, you know, holiday movies, because you know it's that time, so it'll be fun to watch back to back romance movies. And I uh, have people hang out and it'll be nice. We'll have a good time. And uh, it'll be all right. We'll have a good time. So uh, that's that. That's what we're doing. That is what we're doing uh, for the holidays and eating a little something, something. So, so yeah. So uh, it's not a huge menu at my house this year. Uh, not a huge menu. Because, you know, I really don't want, like, all that food. So just, you know, I found the smallest, smallest turkey I could find. I'm happy about that, you know, because we'll, we'll have turkey. And then uh, we'll have turkey. I think Margo likes to have turkey salad after the fat. So so we'll do some of that. Um, and, uh, you know, the next day or so. And then... You know, like most people will have Chinese food that weekend <laughs> or something other than holiday food. And uh, I I'll be very happy by that. Like that'll, that'll be a, that'll be the icing on the cake. That'll, that'll, that'll be a wonderful, uh, uh, a wonderful rounding out of the holiday season. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, so, and that, and that'll be it. That'll be that. That will be that. And uh, I'm doing Lucy's show uh, December 8th, uh, where we, uh, art, art, arts response, you know, the end of the year, uh, art countdown, you know, what do we love? What do we hate? What do we love? You know, I liked everything, so. I'm looking forward to uh, all of it. So, yeah, it was a good time. Good time, a good time, a good time. And uh, there were some great things that I saw uh, this holiday, this year. I saw some really great things. Uh, I saw some things that I, I couldn't tolerate. <laughs> Uh, 
And uh, I'm excited by that, right? Like, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, all the good shows that I saw. Uh, and there's still some shows that are coming up that I, I'm excited to sort of see, too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, the year of magical thinking. You know, I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, and that's coming up in December. Uh, and let's see what else is happening. Uh, I'm going to see, uh, I'm going to opening night of the Yale Rep for, I think it's called Strangers or something or other. So I'm looking forward to that show. Uh, that will be nice. So, so there's some stuff coming up. Um, I mean, we're in the uh, we're in the uh, we're in the midst of the the season where, you know, it's theater going, and I, I'm on the fence about going to see uh, the Malcolm X opera. Um, Marjorie wants to see it, and uh, she brought it up, and she's like, "I'll look around and see," and I was like, "Matinee." Because I don't want to be in New York at night with her. Um, so if we find some tickets for uh, during the day, a matinee like a Wednesday or Saturday, then I'll happily I'll uh, I'll just call TJ to drive us up and take us back. That's what I would want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, because uh, I'm not getting on a train with her. That would just be too much. Don't you think? I think. I think that would be too much, uh, uh, too much. And, uh, and I would need her to, uh, uh, you know, she's, she's elderly and, uh, and I just want to make it fun without a whole lot of, uh, you know, uh, challenges. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I would want it to be not with a whole lot of uh, uh, a whole lot of uh, challenges, and I want it to be fun. So, so that's what I would do. That's what I. Oh, this is not working. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, why is that? No, I don't know. My you know my keyboard has been like doing its own thing. And I don't know why uh, it has it has uh, wanting to be its own life here. I'm like, why? So we'll see what happens. So, so I was on the fence about seeing uh, Malcolm X the. Uh, the opera I saw uh you know I, I went to see um what is it uh Charles Bloom um musical uh which was good you know I'm just trying to just trying to decide if I if I want to sit through that, sit through another iteration of some old story, but you know, I'm a, I, I, you know, I revere 
Malcolm X just like anybody. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, how could you not? You know, it's one of these things where it's historical. And uh, it's only this, you know, I mean, God knows if I see another Porgy and Bess production, I'll jump out of a building. But the music of Porgy and Bess is some of the be most beautiful music ever written. Uh, I saw uh, Shut Up in My Bones, which was the first time in the thousand years of the Met that uh, a, a Black opera and uh, done by a Black uh, librettist, uh, done by uh, a Black uh, music director. So so here comes Malcolm X, X. And uh, I think it's probably the second, right? So how could you not want to see it? So, so that that's 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 the only thing, right? Like that's that's where we are. <laughs> we just we just we just messing around. Uh, so I'm gonna see it. I guess I'm gonna go ahead on and say. I'm going to see it. 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 And uh, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. So, so that's, that's just where, that's just, uh, I have too many things uh, open. Trying to pay attention to too many things. I, did I do this already? Oh boy. Um, let me see. Let me. I looked at this. I think. Uh, let's see. Mama say, Mama sama makusa. Mama say, Mama sama makusa. I don't know why I got Michael Jackson in my head, but I do. I think because I saw some little piece on him. And uh, and you know it's one of these internet legend, one of these internet lie things, and it, it's just it's been on my brain. Do you know what I mean? So uh, not so much what what was said, just just the music. <laughs> the music has been on my brain. So I was like, all right, okay, all right, I'm I'm here for that. Uh, I'm here for that. So. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't have any plans today except, you know, I'm in this, uh, Yale access to law school program and, uh, I have a tight deadline. I've got to finish up some things. Uh, I'm writing for a particular law journal, which I have not even started. They're going to kick me off because they want to be editing stuff and I need to be writing some stuff. So, so today will be that day. Cause I, I don't have anything going on. I was going to run out and get something but I can't remember what I was going to get so it might just hold off to tomorrow so when I get off air tomorrow I'm going downtown anyway uh, because you know Lavalse is doing the annual Thanksgiving thing so I might ride for that and see what see what's happening so I'll, I'll roll in for that um, and then uh, that's it <clears throat> uh, so I've got a few days to sort of pull some stuff together and uh, 
this afternoon, you know, after I get off air, I got to do some inner city work because I didn't do any inner city work yesterday. So that means, you know, I'm the day my home. <laughs> And uh, and it's painful, 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 painful. So, so I gotta catch up. So, I I love this piece by uh, Hannah Goldfield on um on this whole pizza war thing that we got going on in Haven. Not so much a pizza war, pizza rivalry. Do you know what I mean? Uh uh. So, so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of nice to sort of see it in the New Yorker, uh, talking about our town. Although, you know, in those pizza wars, in these pizza rivalries, there's some upstarts, and we got to talk about the upstarts. And I know the the, the Trinity is, you know, uh, Sally's, Peppy's, and Martyr. But there's some upstarts that are muscling in that do equally good ass pizza, uh, and we gotta, uh, and we got we gotta make room for uh, all the other pizza places. Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something: if you eat pizza in New Haven, just about anywhere you eat pizza is gonna be good ass pizza. I'm not kidding you. So while we like our our Trinity, uh, there are other pizza. Like that, like there's a whole faction of folks that swear by Pizza House on Howe Street, and the Pizza House of my youth is Pizza House on Howe Street. Now the original owners of Pizza House on Howe Street moved to Kimberly Avenue, but few people know that. So if you want that, if you want that Greek pizza vibe thing, then go to Kimberly Avenue. I think they still own that one over there. Um, so just FYI, but. But I, I don't, I don't, everybody has, if you ask people on the street, regular New Haveners, not people who come because of the Trinity pizza, tri the you know, the, the three of them, the three kings of pizza. Uh, everybody's got their own hub. Like, I think uh, uh, Ernest Pizza up on, on uh, Whaley Avenue and past, you know, way up Whaley, uh, I just take my kids there. I think they do an amazing pizza. I do. I think uh, I think Bar does pretty good pizza. Although I could have sworn they was using vegan cheese when I was in there last for a long wharf thing. So, um, so that bummed me out a little bit that they didn't have uh, vegan cheese pizza. Um, I think uh, uh, Delena's does great pizza over at. Uh, 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 Jet Nolo, um, I think they're good, uh, pizza, and they've got a nice, nice vegan cheese, uh, menu pizzas, vegan cheese pizza menus. Uh, so they do a nice job. So there's some, there's some upstarts around that people like. So, and I think we ought to, I think somebody ought to like say, like, look at some other pizza places that have been around. A long, long time. Not just fly-by-night pizza places, but long-standing uh, pizza in neighborhoods, right? Uh, 
and and then there's some little upstarts that people didn't know about like uh, like until we did word on the street i didn't know the little place on uh whitney avenue one of the little markets over there does pizza uh because we had the the uh, folks go in there and run up in there and they do pizza people love that pizza so there's places right all around town that that always get overlooked or overshadowed because of the big three but people there's some good ass pizza in this town that's not just the big three and i'm not trying to take no shine from the big three they have earned their right to pizza celebrity they have earned it they got people far and wide talking about new haven pizza and when they talk about new haven pizza they talk about the big three I'm just saying there's some other pizza places that ought to get some 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 light shined on them too because they do good ass pizza. Seriously. And if anybody wants to test me on it, let me know. I think back door over there on Humphrey, it they do some good dog and they do vegan cheese pizza. Ha 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 ha. And I like their pizza. And you know what else I like about them? I can get cold beer. Not to say that I can't get cold beer at bar and all these other places. I'm just saying, you know. So that makes me want to go over to um, <laughs> that makes me want to go over to back door now because I need I need a hit of some cheese vegan cheese pizza. Hey Harry, <laughs> what's up, Babs? What you got a conspiracy for me? Are you giving me an update on your Thanksgiving cooking? Uh, no, no, I Thanksgiving is just it's coming and. I can't wait. It's taking too long. Okay, you sound five. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to eat. Anyway. Are you starving? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) No. (laughs) But I just wanted to, you know, we try to celebrate, um, you know, the holidays and everything. And I I just feel like we should be inclusive. Right? So Who who are we including, Harry? (laughs) So oh God! <laughs> so let me apologize while, you know, now. <laughs> so you know, so while we celebrate Saint Nicholas Christmas and oh, and you know Saint Nicholas is known to reward children and leave presents, I think we should take a look at Krampus, right? <laughs> Krampus, he's different, right? So he beats those who are naughty with branches and sticks. And in some cases, he is said to eat them. (laughs) So I just feel he's also, Krampus is also known as the German Christmas devil, right? Okay, all right. Because we don't have enough devils in the world. (laughs) I'm just saying some people believe in Krampus. So I just feel like if we have to give him equal time. Do we? Do we really? I'm a DEI person, right? (laughs) <laughs> and I believe, believe in equity for Krampus. Equality, not equity, Harry. No. Oh, equality is not equity. <laughs> Paul chime in. Paul's like, I just had to say something. For this Paul's foolishness. always trying to throw salt in my wound, right? <laughs> Harry, I, I don't think you have any wounds, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two. All right, Harry, we'll we'll take it under advisement. Next so, year we'll, so we'll I'm gonna fi- I'm just warning you I'm gonna finish your show <laughs> with the um it's called 
the Krampus Carol. All right, am I right. going to like this? So actually, maybe I'll play a little bit now. This way you could tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> this I know where it's going. So here we go. Oh Lord. So, <laughs> enough well, i know you i know okay. you can't make that song creepy and scary well what it's saying is children take care be please be aware and you what you have done will come to bear okay no you know, so <laughs> harry that's a little that's a little harsh so um you know in the interest of uh, my movement towards Equity. Okay. I just want to make sure that Krampus gets his due. Get his due. All right. Okay, Harry. <laughs> Harry is lobbying for Krampus. Krampus. The devil. The the German Christmas devil. All right. Well, just, I mean, since we, I mean, then we got to throw our hats around uh, the Rasta, the pasta, pasta, the pasta one too. No, no, not the colander one. What's the one with the colander, Harry? The one with the what? The colander, right? There's a, there's a, uh, uh, what do they call it? I, th I don't know, but we should embrace all of everyone, everyone. <laughs> what was it that uh, uh, little Tim said in Scrooge? God bless everyone. Okay. Right. So just include everyone. See. See. And this and this is how and this is how we stay in trouble. <laughs> just, just when we thought we could get off air. Without... <laughs> I'm just make I'm just making sure to bring a little Christmas gear. Just when we thought we could get off air without <laughs> foolishness and mayhem. What happens? <laughs> All right, I got we we got Justin Farmer coming up right after Babs. Don't go anywhere. I won't finish with uh the Krampus Carol. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHA LP <laughs> 103.5 FM. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There we go. That's what we know right there. <laughs> I'll see y'all tomorrow.